2: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast, number 300. Three motherfucking hundred. We've done 300 episodes of the show. 300! Now, I realize I accelerated the process by each year putting up, you know, two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. We are not going to four episodes next year, so please do not fret. Uh, Three episodes is just fine, But uh, it's been it's been amazing. I I don't even, I mean, it's it's hard not to sound all schmaltzy and cheesy. But um, I just, I sincerely thank you from from the bottom of my heart. And I know Matt and Jonah feel the same way. I mean, this isn't. We just we didn't we could not have done any of this without you. You know, the podcast is like is the foundation of all of the Nerdist stuff. And um, and and I honestly feel like we didn't just make a show that you know eh we just put out a show and whatever people listen to whatever like i care about you guys and i care about the fact that when we do live shows we have built a fucking community of people that like i think the most interesting and astonishing thing to me is that people who come to our shows who you know who come from the podcast they're not just i don't know they're not just random people they it's, it's literally a group of people that we would hang out with and i i think you know, as a comedian or as any kind of performer who has people that come out to see shows or you know, like see see you do whatever it is that you do, I think one of the the two greatest gifts you can have are number one, working in areas that meaning are meaningful to you that you care about that you're passionate about. Number two, having an audience of people that could be your friends, you know, and and not just not just random jerks who you after the show you're like ah I don't want to go out there and meet this. I I love I love coming out. And, and saying hi to people. And I know even when Chloe's with me, she's like, I just, I love walking up and down the line. I mean, these are, you know, you guys are people that, that are, we're all part of the same tribe. And, uh, and I don't know, it, it, we've, I, I feel like we've all kind of grown together and Matt and Joan and I are in different places than we were when we started the podcast. And I feel like it's, you know, we've all kind of raised our game a bit and we've all, you know, had some downs and ups and you know but certainly a lot of ups and uh and you guys are i feel largely responsible for that so when i say thank you i don't just mean thank you for listening to the podcast but thank you for just thank you for supporting everything and for for coming along with us and 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 being our pals and uh i i really hope that it's has been enjoyable for you as as it has for us so uh oh, god damn it now nah, let's have a big fucking hug i know i know I know I'm I'm schmaltzy, but I uh, I'm uh, I'm just all sentimental that way. So, uh, which is why we felt like it, it we had to do our 300th episode um, in the place where it all started in Tom Lennon's office in the back of his house. So we happened to be. It's another Sunday. Uh, we did we choose the 300th episode versus the three year anniversary because I don't know. It just felt like it had 300th episode. Just felt. I don't know. It just felt like we should. So, uh, I, we called up Tom. He said, absolutely. Went over there and, uh, and did sort of a regular podcast. We talked about it a bit, but, uh, but it just, it just sort of seeing where we started and seeing where we got to now, it's, it's fucking exciting. And uh, and I really hope you'll stick with us for another 300 episodes. So, uh, But don't try to think about that all at once. If you think about another 300 episodes, it'll melt your brain. It's too much to think about at once. But uh, we're not going anywhere anytime soon, and we will continue. If you stick with us, I, I commit to you that we will continue to try to raise our game, get good guests, good, get interesting guests... Uh, do a better job, Uh, I'll try not to say amazing all the time, I can't help it, (laughs) I just, uh, I am a fan of a lot of things and I'm in awe of a lot of things, Um, so, but we are, uh, we are in this together and we adore you and love you and thank you, thank you so much, and um, a couple people whose names I would like to throw out into the public consciousness because uh, they deserve a shit ton of credit for all the shows we do. Uh, Of course, Katie Levine, podcast producer extraordinaire, who I handed the production aspects of the podcast over to almost a year ago now, Uh, and she's been incredible. She produces a lot of our podcasts, so huge, huge hugs to Katie, Uh, and also... Our bookers for the show, Ashley Olivia and Debbie Wonder, who uh, used to work at Conan. Um, they came on, they book all the Nerdist stuff for us, and um, they've been responsible for a lot of the great guests that we've, uh, that we've had this year. So, I mean, I, I just, uh, I, we couldn't have done it without them. Our show PA, Kyle Clark, who pops in from time to time. Our pal Nick, who uh, works at E!, Whose radio studio we have basically uh, been squatting in for the last couple of years. Who, just, you know, quietly stays in the corner, and sometimes we pull him onto the episode, and he does his work. And I know we get in his way constantly, but uh, but he deserves uh, some some credit as well for for, for putting up with us. Hey, uh, Nick, we're coming in the podcast today. Malcolm come coming. In. Okay, great. You know, like it's a he's just he's been so cool to 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 let us share the space with him. Technically, I don't know if we're really supposed to be in that studio, but uh, no one's told us not to in the last two years, so um, I guess it's okay. And and also, Anna Gucci, whose song "Jetpack Blues," "Sunset Hues" has sort of become synonymous with Nerdist podcasts. A lot of people are like, "How could I get that for a ringtone?" Well, you could just go on iTunes and buy. Uh, Anamonaguchi's album, uh, Dawn Metropolis, and the song is Jetpack Hughes, Sunset Blues, so huge thanks to Anamonaguchi as well. So here it is, the Nerdist Podcast, number 300, with Tom Lennon. Enjoy this burrito! What, he said it before the show? What the fuck? Things are changing, man
1: now entering nerdist.com
3: are you guys aware that I've never been on reddit are you serious
0: no why what is this stuff this reddit stuff Reddit is,
1: uh,
2: the internet broken down for you. My favorite thing was... <laughs> my, my favorite thing was... My favorite thing was walking up... My favorite thing was walking up to your house and having Ollie, your three-year-old... Yeah. Uh, run out of the house going, NERDS! 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 <laughs> In fairness, I think his
0: mother taught him that because the Apple TV was crashing. She thought some nerd
3: here would know how to... back just got an Apple TV, love it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great! It's great. It's changing my life. Not a commercial. One of the best things ever. Yeah, streaming to your
2: from your iPad or your phone to your television. Yeah, like I just up,
3: listen. to tons of music. Also, you can you can mirror your iPad onto your TV. Yeah, your phone you fucking, Ooh, I I've watched an entire documentary on YouTube using the Apple TV. It was great. I'm gonna
2: actually put this because it's just gonna be high enough. I'm gonna put the recording device inside on, the, on Tom Lennon's um, uh, cantina, cantina set. Very good.
3: I think it's gonna crush it.
2: I think it might crush it a little bit. That's right. No, it's
3: plastic. If it goes down for something, it should be three hundred,
2: three hundredth episode. If it goes down for something, everyone should go down for something. You can't put it there. That's where Greedo shot Han. Huh? Uh, or Diddy? Actually, did he? actually, actually uh, oh, I believe it's the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is very exciting because this is our three hundredth episode. I didn't really. This did isn't. You? This is really like a. You know, it's too bad we. It, Technically, we should be trapped in a broom closet and do a flashback episode. A
0: bottle up, ep- you know that. You know there's a name for that. What? Bottle episode. Because yeah, it's you know st- that. St- I didn't know the that stuff that's already in the bottle. And then I they guess that's just going going back. Right.
2: And basically you're shooting a wraparound for exactly. the Exactly. Old
0: timey Hollywood producers say bottle episode. Yeah, it's like
2: yeah. when one of the Golden Girls gets sick and they talk about how great their cheesecake yeah. is.
3: Yeah. They, cheesecake, yeah, they always have cheesecake. The cheesecake. Cake. Is that what they, they do might. on Golden Girls? There was a, there was a community episode where they actually just say, alright, it's a bottle episode. Oh good, okay. So that's what that's that's
2: not what this is, but um so it was sort of difficult to figure out do we do a three year anniversary show? But then the three hundredth episode seemed more appropriate. But on February second yeah. Was it 2010? We came over here on Super Bowl Sunday, Tom Lennon's house, the very first episode of the Nerds podcast that we ever did. So for for the old 300th, we said let's go back to Tom Lennon's place for the 300th episode. Turns out he was in town and willing to do it, and here we are.
3: And also the senior, I believe, goes back.
2: New theme song. gentlemen on the trumpet, Mr. Chris Harwicks.
1: Nerdist podcast number 300. This is Sparta. About that. Oh
2: wow! I put my mouth all over your.
3: Thanks, trumpet. Senor.
0: I believe. And then he goes back. Look, he scurries right back into his spot. There he <laughs> goes.
2: I'm surprised you've managed to keep him in the walls for three years.
0: You know what it is? Can it's that little
1: hole right there. I'm There's doing. Little...
0: I've convinced him that like I'm like a Rajagul ghoul to him. <laughs> and I'm uh, he. But I'm not really teaching him anything useful. I'm mostly teaching him Casio. Yep. Oof. You know how you're supposed to become an idea? The lead, The lead... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He's he's become an idea of of that. You're you you're,
2: you're part of the league of Casios.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple of us. Tom Lennon,
2: star of Dark Knight Return, Dark Knight Rises. Oh God! Uh, Did the
0: Dark Knight return too?
2: He, he, he returned rose. to yeah. rise. He returned, he returned. Yeah, so he could rise. Well, he returned it um, an animated form. I should yeah. show- I,
0: I should go get in the house and get the my script page from that movie to show you guys. I also have my call sheet from that day. By the way, that movie code name while it was being made, Manbet Magnus Rex. Magnus Rex! Magnus Rex. I believe named after uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, son. Oh. Who's named Magnus. And of course Rex meaning the king. So uh, the movie had a codename the entire time. The Great King. Wow. Yeah. Um,
2: Tom's entire scene also makes it into the trailer. Yeah. Uh, that was...
0: That was a bummer.
2: <laughs>
0: well, no, I mean, it was really great. It was also super exciting. But like a year had gone by, I'm not amazing at keeping secrets. Nor was I. Um, <laughs> so... So I had been told, you know, it's the only secret I ever kept was that I was in The Dark Knight, and then of course the week before it came out, my every single line of my scene, the whole the whole damn scene was a trailer for the movie. Now, were you in more of the movie and they cut you out? No, sir. Oh, okay. I only had one other joke. Okay, I had one other joke. What was the joke that didn't? Survive? It's a little jokey. I get why it was cut. The joke I said at the end of it was, "I cannot recommend that you go hella skiing," and then I say. Honestly, Mr. Wayne, if you uh, look honestly, Mr. Wayne, looking at your charts, the only part of you that seems to be in good shape is your liver. So if you're looking for a hobby, I recommend you take up drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. that right and now. that was that yeah. was the end.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And then But that was
0: some pretty jokey stuff. Yeah, so that got cut. Um
2: so here we are. It was three hundred days ago? <laughs> no It was <laughs> three hundred how uh, many ago? No, it was it? almost nine it was almost it was like nine hundred days ago. Nine hundred days yeah, ago.
3: 900 days of Nerdist.
2: 900 days. And uh, we came in here and and sat down and said, we're going to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Let's call Tom Lennon. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't know what it's going to be about, but we'll just talk. And then something magical happened in here, Tom Lennon. That's right. Something magical. Uh Uh, We talked about um, embarrassing celebrity encounters that we had had.
0: Oh, did I talk about the time I chased James James Gandolfini around?
2: Did you talk about that? I think I did. 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 That sounds
0: super familiar. Because I think shortly
2: before that, I Mm -hmm. I saw him at a restaurant.
0: Yep, I chased Gandolfini around a casino. Did you chase around? Have you? had was uh, so sad. In the it's, last three
2: years, have you had any good besides uh, uh, besides Christian
0: Bale and uh, Bale? A couple times. I did another movie with Christian Bale. Uh, Which one? Uh, I did it. Uh, Terrence Terrence Malick movie. We're al- we're also trying to reboot Newsies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's called uh, Newsies New Boot Goofin Newsies. New Boot Goofin. They're they're now these Newsies is really goofies. They're but um, every, but there's. I'm sorry. No... It's called New Boot
2: Goonies. <laughs> it's like Wait, it's like Newsies, but today. So it's just some kids on some uh, some iPads uh, okay. just flicking. Exactly. We should have yeah. gotten a transcript of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Right? It's basically right. it's, it's called part. it's called Newsies t- uh, 2013 mm-hmm. uh, RSS feed. It, it, de- it, it deals
0: <laughs> a lot with the phone hacking. I mean, it's really dark. <laughs> it's We it's <a, laughs> were like, you know, what, like let's get to the like the core of News. Let's start peeling this onion that is Newsies. What you,
2: what you find right.
0: out is that one of the
2: Newsies from that group is Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes up. <laughs> Ah. He'd still be too old. It's a, so it's a little <laughs> bit of that. <laughs> Matt Myra makes a good it's, point. It's a little bit of bonfire, the vanities. There's a lot of different mm-hmm. elements in it. You're you're really influenced by Newsies. i uh, the half. Yeah, so right somewhere. now I am yeah. wearing the Newsies yeah, hat. Like, and yeah. you go, you you have a Cockney accent all the time. What are you talking about? This one? Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. very good. You fucking cunt.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 what? Um, <laughs> extra fucking extra you cunt sweet all you better you
3: cunt fucking uh, cunt that's a great idea extra A little fucking extra, like idea. a dance in Begbees. speaking of newsies uh, or
0: bluesies speaking of newsies guys before yeah. we all just come in our pants um, have you guys been in the new California Adventure and seen the newsies yes. dance around I've oh, not I've yes. been
2: to California Adventure for like a month and a have half have you seen the, the new trolley yeah. The, the trolley the red, pulls up, trolley. and a couple
0: of fellas, the red car pulls up, and the guys jump off, and they say, today is 1921,
2: or whatever, and they do a whole Newsies dance. What if they really think that? That'd be really funny <laughs> if yeah. they just found some people who thought, like... It's like The Village. <laughs> <It's> an- <laughs> <laughs> These Newsies don't know. Disney's the twist is, it takes place today, but on the news. yeah. Disney's uh, developed a special serum that they, from extracting lollipop juice from
3: children's mouths, you can forget. that. It's not $19. Okay, I, got, I, I, I got
0: 10 things to say about my last Disneyland trip. couple things. Yeah. Couple, real quick. The, the Newsies. Let's
3: we'll start with
2: 10. 10 things. Start so right right? with we'll no, Number 10!
0: So first off, the new Newsies, they built a brand new entrance to uh, California Adventure, which accidentally looks exactly like the Grove.
2: <laughs> oh, accidentally, I, I disagree. they're literally I like identical. It was it on
0: purpose? Yeah. Okay, so it's identical. If you don't have time to get to the Grove, mm-hmm. so you want to go, you know, the Grove on third and third, or just
2: the Constitution? But you don't have time, to and you want more time and go to take, time.
0: if you need. <laughs> By the way, I could let your listeners in the Los Angeles no I have a big secret. Don't, don't talk about the secret. Let's we'll talk about the secret. Don't. There's a secret at the end of the podcast. I'm going to give a major secret about how to get to Disneyland. Let's Wayne. not do that. Could,
2: oh could, no, Matt's gonna to get, get all upset. There's
0: a secret way to get to Disneyland that I know. That's one, one truly. To the this is literally like the shit at the top level of Freemasonry. Okay, this is what they tell you. It's a secret way to get. to Disneyland. Are Disney
2: the clues Disneyland. on Disney <laughs> money? The,
0: the clues were in front of you the entire time.
2: <laughs> they kill you, yeah. and then they tell you this. So there and then, are no secrets. So there are no more
0: secrets. <laughs> yeah. which is the fast way to Disneyland. Okay, but here's here I missed. I got this. Here's what I was gonna say. So I'm watching the newsies dance around. And I'm thinking, man, this is the lamest thing I've ever seen. Honestly, Bob Fosse would look at this and be like, you know what? Butch it up. This is too... <laughs> this is too... Because they prance around. They're like, we're the new th- boys and we're jumping around. And they've all got like one buttons undone on their shirt. It's just weird. Yeah, they're poor. Allentown. Allentown video, but in <laughs> California adventure. This is what's happening. Do you, remember, do you guys remember... In the Allentown video, do you remember that a guy comes out in his underwear and twirls a baton that's on fire? Yes,
2: I do remember that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah.
0: Even yeah. if you think you're prepared for how messed up it is, that happens still. Yeah, guy, guy with a flaming baton. What's wrong with that? Not a not a guy. It's only accent. slightly
2: gay. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> 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 I love um, it. Billy Joe
0: looks pretty drunk. That whole video <laughs> looks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <You really did. laughs> I don't know why you had to specify that
0: whole video. <laughs> that whole good, yeah. Okay, so I'm standing there watching the red car newsies come arrive at California Adventure, in parentheses,
2: Grove Part 2. Yeah, Grove 2. And I love California Adventure. Actually, I think it's Grove um, 3, because America- Grove America- 2 is American. He's Americano. Yeah. sorry, yeah. Grove 3. Local references. Get your um, local work.
0: So here's the thing, and I'm standing there thinking, God, this is stupid. These guys are prancing around. One of their you know, shoulder straps has fallen off of their overalls. And they're talking about you know, and then, then, a vintage era dressed Mickey Mouse comes out on the train.
2: Steampunk
1: Mickey?
0: Sort of, yeah. yeah. Steampunk Mickey comes out. Oh, like industrial. Revolution and he's Mickey. he's like twenties. Oh, he's I like, like a vest yeah.
2: And a hat. That yeah. looks Not unlike yours. Yeah,
0: exactly. And he's like, and they're talking about how Walt Disney came from Chicago to oh, California, right. and they're telling Mickey Mouse how he's going to be a big star. Now, this is where I started weeping. It's not- I'm not kidding. I, w- I was standing there watching these people, these these beautiful young boys prancing around, mm-hmm. being saying, "This is so stupid. I just hate every second. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen." Then Mickey Mouse, steampunk Mickey, comes out. They show him a newspaper about Walt Disney moving from Chicago. And then I thought, boy, that parallels my life story of moving from Chicago and coming out west. And then I'm looking at Mickey and his outfit, and I literally just started weeping. No. <laughs> I, 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 it was a really weird moment, but it no no. I, I, I was not expecting at all. Although, in fairness, I also started weeping once when black and white Mickey used to come around the corner in the sure. show. Was it, yeah. So, yeah, I just started. I'm just standing there just bawling in the broad daylight sun of California Adventure.
2: A couple weeks ago it doesn't hurt that they sell booze there no
3: <laughs> it. does not hurt it helps quite a bit probably so, doesn't hurt uh, so so yeah.
2: this the story actually parallels the, the story of a young Tom Lennon mm-hmm. coming out from Chicago and, I guess. and and making his way in yeah. the 1920s then I guess in
0: the 20s <laughs> yeah. yeah I guess that's why I started uh, crying yeah Mickey uh, oh here's the other thing that bummed me out
2: number nine when
0: was the last time any of you was on star tours I've not been on the new Star Tours yet because the lines are super long. Oh great.
2: About two weeks ago,
3: I want to like open the new opening okay. new one.
0: The answers from these nerds are opening day. No, it wasn't
2: opening day. It just uh, I opening day I two weeks ago, there. and the lines are too long. The lines are too long. The yeah. lines are, and, the li- and truthfully, when I went when I went on the old Star Tours, yeah,
3: I would get motion sick that's because, because, because it wasn't calibrated. It was I know. Even yeah, even more sick. so now you will get motion. You might so get now. more. Mo- yes,
0: you'll agree. get more motion sick now. Yeah, because
3: yes, it's like 3D. front. So right.
0: You'll be fine. No. Right. Well, R2 is driving you.
3: Uh 3PO's driving. 3PO's driving and R2's, R2's assisting
0: on up on top. Okay. <clears throat> Here is a question. I need I need you to think about one thing mm-hmm. when you go see it. Okay. Which is this. Which is at the very beginning, you're in this uh a transport, personnel transport. Sure. That 3PO, famous for driving personnel transports, mm-hmm. is gonna drive, get you mm-hmm. out of there. Um Lord Vader appears. Darth Vader. <gasps> appears. Assuming you
2: get this sequence of Okay,
0: he appears and he's like on a floating hover pad. Yep. And he's gonna prevent you, he's gonna use the force to prevent you from going. That's
1: right.
0: Now, some, someone directed this new Darth Vader. When you think about Darth Vader. So far, this sounds like a breakup. Do you think about amazing, <laughs> sexy body language? And like, he does. His movements are. Picture Ben Vereen and Pippin. Of, of course. course. You know, singing We've I was weirdly really already do. doing that So you can sort of see the outline of his dick in his like dance pants and his legs and arms are all just like moving around like Dr. Octopus snaky arms like, <laughs> like you know the new Darth Vader in Star Tours for some reason he like dances at you when he sh- throws the force at you Uh-huh He, uh it's gonna make you mad. <laughs> the, short, the, short, the short version is, you're gonna look at Vader's body language and you're gonna say, "What? This is ridiculous." But something
2: happened to Vader between Star Wars and Empire where he went from very emotional mm-hmm. and angry and mm-hmm. like maybe that's maybe it was from that period. Maybe he did dance a lot. Yeah, and then in Empire, he got a lot more like mm, mm. leave them to me, you know, like it got, yeah. it, got, it, got it got a little more. I thought uh, the ride was supposed to take place between the two. Can you
0: future. call in right now if you know exactly the chronology of Star Tours?
3: Yeah, we'll always, always, always a call. But I don't think that's the so way...
0: Star, to Star Tours is after the Christmas special, yes. but before Empire. Yes. Well, actually, right? so At the same time as the
2: Endor...
3: So it's a little... It's, while they're on... Okay. It's yeah. so during so it's the Christmas special. Right right before Arthur it's a little glam baby. It's just a little glam-vader. It's
0: really sexy. His body language... All you can think is, "Wow, they got an amazing professional
2: dancer." But to be fair, at yes. some point, mm-hmm. Vader yes. was Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. He had a sexy moment. Yeah, oh yeah, very with Amidala. Yeah, they would have.
0: I mean, right. To me, it's more. It was just about the sexy body language. language. Like, I feel like when Vader points his fingers at you and starts choking you or using the Force, he just he's a rock.
2: Okay,
3: and so that was here's two things. Two, number three. Th- number three. Seven. Another
0: number three. Down. Eight. When you wait for Star Tours... Yes, you do. Um, And tr- little uh, trick of the trade, if you stay in one of the Disneyland hotels, Tuesdays, a couple days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can get into the park early, and one of the lands that opens first... For early, uh, it's called uh, Magic Mornings, Mm -hmm. is uh, Tomorrowland. Okay. So you got your Space Mountain, you got your Buzz Blasters, you got your Mm -hmm. uh, Star Tours, you got a bunch of things you can knock out. You could be done. You could be done by the time the park's open.
2: Do you do you go yeah. into the uh, do you go into the rotating uh, <laughs> the uh... so you can see
3: all the new products, all <laughs> oh, the, the stuff that's coming that out. For so ten years behind. Nineteen fifty-five. Coming out ten years ago.
2: The new.
0: That's the new Amana Rain. Wow, look at that. <laughs> oh,
2: someday robots yeah. will be in our house and they'll be our personal servants. <laughs> interventions. 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 Yes, interventions. I think they oh, might yeah. be closing Here's interventions.
0: Here's what I found disturbing waiting for Star Tours, is to me, droids should either t- sound like this. Mm-hmm. or they should talk like this. Okay. They're either older British ponces, right. <laughs> or a series of digital beeps and yeah, whistles. Yes, yes, yes. They shouldn't speak Spanish. <laughs> why not? I just... I know that... See, I just there don't you know
2: why. is fluent in over 6, six, million, four, six, six million, million forms round. of communication.
0: Why one could, of them... I suppose one of them is probably Spanish. One of them Spanish. could be yeah, Spanish. Though. It just <laughs> throws <laughs> me for a loop. Well, no, well, here, no, not, here's... Here, okay, here's... No, I'm not expecting... Stop. Okay, here's my thing. If 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 his English version... Of C3PO talks like this. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't the Spanish one be like a super like Castilian, like super <laughs> like it should it should As be the equivalent of like, that, Spanish. like the one Hank
2: Azaria does? Yes.
0: It should be the most <laughs> it should be the most flamboyant, Castilian kind of voice, you know? Yeah. I don't but I feel like a macho Spanish voice coming out of a droid, which is what you get when you check out Star Trek. Okay. Okay. There's a droid who's like, Buenas tardes, yo soy is macho, más macho, yo soy arfai arcinco d Favor <laughs> de and and it's not true to the either. So you think so? You it should think be. It should at least be a fruity Spaniard. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Ah, that's a fruity Spaniard, or a whistling digital whistling. I Like machine. a musky Spaniard,
2: a musky. Spaniard.
3: Yeah, I like mm-hmm. a
0: muskier
2: Spaniard. It just. I'm just right gonna say. Way. I'm just gonna say it threw me for a loop. So that's three. Um, what? Are, what's the number of so California Screaming? I
0: what love California. California Screaming. Um, I did California Screaming. Last year in the rain, it just got real cold and rainy. And I was like, there's not going to be anybody over there. I'm going to run over there if it's still running. And I run up, there's nobody in line. I'm like, is this thing still running? They're like, yeah, for now. So (laughs) I jump on. I'm like, can I be in the front? They're like, you bet you can. Uh, Get in the front. Literally, it's like what? Have you seen Zero Dark Thirty? What we do to those guys to get information out of them? That's what I did to myself in a a cold rainstorm on...
2: (laughs) I waterboarded myself. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm actually working on a script mm-hmm. called Zero Dark Thirty-something, and it's all about <laughs> how a group of now suburban <laughs> couples mm-hmm. go, and they show Bin Laden the malaise of life. I love it. And how it mm-hmm. did, may not turn out the way you expect, and then Bin Laden gets really sad and just dies from mm-hmm. from uh, from ennui.
0: Can we call this episode of the podcast,
2: episode 300, Zero Dark Thirty?
0: <laughs> yes, uh, of
2: course we could. Good. Let's do that. Yes.
0: Um, what are the other things? I'm actually, uh, here's the thing. When you have a three-year-old, uh, none of you guys have kids. Let me tell you right now, just don't
2: ever do it. These are like my kids. Yeah. but Better. Much better, because they're adult men. <laughs> see? Well, how see, so? see
3: how much sass mouth I have to put up with? <laughs> you're not like a dad. You're not really around when I need you, and you're really mean.
0: <laughs> um, here's the thing about, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm at Disneyland like four or five days a week now. <laughs> Going to Disney? Are
2: you Her writing thing. something for Disney? No You're not I did
0: But it, uh, the, it went away Did they give you A really no, special Fancy
2: uh, pass?
0: Nope You didn't get the No thing.
2: I no, well, I have one But you buy it Yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: The, the secret of like, No matter how much You work for Disney The way to get a secret Pass to Disneyland just to just buy it. Is you go did online you go on and, the and you cars buy it Because like it seems a like A lot person. of
2: fun to drive An hour and 15 minutes To and go and pretend then, to drive a car then, yeah, <laughs> to... Wow <laughs> It's
3: slower.
2: <laughs> Remember, at the end
0: of this podcast, I'm gonna give you the secret route to Disneyland. <laughs> Myra really do doesn't that. want me to give it up. Not do that. Why? I really don't want me to give it up. And I
2: don't want to get busy. It's,
0: yeah, it's very this, this, this
2: podcast ready. will be the single handedly thing that'll it, make Disneyland busy. Maybe someone posts it on Reddit and then it blows up.
0: We don't want it to blow up. It is really amazing. It's It'll save you. 90,
2: right? Do you take the, two, the ninety? Do you You're take close. the two ten to the fifty seven? No. It is. Could you, the no, was, yeah. the 57.
3: 57 210. To, that leads you to, to Altadena.
0: Why would you go that way?
3: Because no, because it cuts across. You, it cuts That's across. Pretty across pretty the 57. It, it, or it or
2: or goes not, right not, to Anaheim. Go uh, I got. To, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to you for real. At the very very. Okay. End. Okay. We'll get this at the very end. Um, what right. have you been? Uh, <laughs> I assume that um, your appearance, your first appearance on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's when things really started to click for you. Things Ryan. really clicked. Yeah. As you can see, uh, most of the stuff
0: around here is now made out of gold. If you yep. look, yeah. A
3: lot couch, of this couch, by the way, way more uncomfortable.
0: Well, it's made out of gold. Yet it's gold. Yeah. You
3: got a vibra trim um, over there. I want to try that. there. I'm
0: oh, you're gonna love that. We had Hardwick up on the vibra trim. Yeah, it was really good. nice. Yeah. Um, what's been going on in the last 900 days? Uh, a lot of stuff. You always have like yeah.
2: 10 movies in uh, somewhere.
0: You know, my theory about that is because you need to. Yes. Yeah, because the odds are nine are not going to go. Of course, Actually, I'll, I'll do you one better. Ten aren't no, going to no, no,
2: no. go. <laughs> how do you, At this point, do you even have to go pitch stuff, or do they? Oh, good heavens! Yes, <laughs> really. Yeah.
0: No, it never gets better. It's funny because last year we put out a book called "Writing Movies for Fun and Profit" right. Fun
2: and Crossed Out. Yeah, you and um, Ben came on and talked about oh, sure, how to how to sell a movie. And
0: and you would think that we'd like now we now that we know all those pitfalls, you can avoid them. Yeah, the answer is no, you can't avoid them. All the exact same bullshit keeps happening to us. Yeah um it's just we've already written a book about it so it's less Supreme. uh less surprising i guess um what are we doing now we got a we got a big we got a movie at sundance we're very excited about oh called hell baby
2: oh yes and the one yes we out. had That's a, a
3: stacked cast now we had a, a
2: 10 minute conversation on doug love's movies about how uh, and ricky lindholm was there about how she shows her vagina in the movie ricky
0: everything uh, ricky is a super confident girl mm-hmm. as you know um, she's in real good shape, mm-hmm. and I will leave it at that. But I, I, I leave that scene for Ricky to talk about. Although, to be, to be fair... Ricky doing that scene started with her doing a podcast right where you're sitting right now.
2: Oh. Where Ricky was over doing her, uh, making it. Did you jokingly say, and there's going to be full frontal nudity in the movie, and she was like, okay, and you're like, shit, I guess we better write this, because she's just a group Pretty much. The whole movie was just a, was a smokescreen.
0: Um, no, uh, but Ricky was over, and we were talking about the movie, and I was like, boy, she's really got, the character is, uh, the, like, the Wiccan sister Mm -hmm. of the main character who's, like, super flaky, but super upbeat. Um no Ricky is a pretty amazing Ricky's amazing in the whole movie, but uh, I will leave it at that. She's amazing. She's yeah. done
2: she did a top of scene before. Yes, yeah. in, uh, in Last House on the Left, yeah. which yeah. I couldn't watch all of. Right. Oh, you can watch all of this. No, it's, I didn't I didn't it wasn't because I thought it was a bad movie, it was just because it uh, yeah. like the second I see one of my friends. Without their clothes on, I feel weird. And I'm like, oh, no, I, feel, I, I shouldn't way, have this information in my brain. No, I feel yeah. weird
0: about it, too, because Ricky and I are very good friends now. And it's just, it's certainly, yeah. Um, and now, and now you I will can thinking about it. No, pretty much. But uh, she got in really amazing shape for the movie, too. She was already in great shape. And then she knew she had, like, two months to do this kind of crazy scene. And she got in, like, crazy shape. So, yeah. Um, so that is, we're at Sundance. We're in the Midnight program, which is where, like... I guess it's where they first showed like the Saw movies and mm-hmm. uh, Paranormal Activity and stuff like
3: that. Is this movie? Are there actual scary parts in it? There
0: are some very scary parts in it. Yeah, like, it is, like a, is
3: it like a horror movie that's just also really funny? It's a, exactly. Yeah, it's just a horror movie that happens to be funny. Which is the best way to do mm-hmm. like a horror comedy? Which well, is those are thing the form.
0: thing about horror comedies. I think not that many have come along because it's hard just to do comedies. Yeah. So to do to do like two genres is is just harder. Yeah. So, but we were very lucky. The stars, we're not the stars in the movie, me and Ben. It's uh, Rob Cordery's a star uh, with Leslie Bibb, Keegan Michael Key, Ricky Lindholm. It's a very Camille's, in it, right? Camille's got an amazing scene in it. Yeah, like there's a ton um, of people in it. It's a, it's, so it's, it's a very.
3: Did our scene get, get cut out?
0: Your scene is, and it's just shorter than you think.
3: It's a frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but we're going to be the entire trailer. <laughs> the entire trailer. They're, li- they're
0: listening to you guys. They're listening to you guys bitch about Doctor Who. <laughs>
2: reason why I enjoy Ricky Lindholm she and Natasha Leggero just decided let's just go to Argentina yeah
0: I got mad at, I was talking to Natasha and I are writing a movie together and we have been for a while and I got legitimately I was like uh I was like oh cool have a cool uh she's like I'm leaving town tomorrow I'm like oh you're going to Rockford because she's from near where I'm from she's like no I'm going to Argentina it might be all I could she's like me and Ricky are going to Argentina and I was like to do what to like drink wine and smoke cigarettes and hang out and you no know? she's like yeah
3: yeah, and I was legitimately—I
2: was—all I, I could say was, "Was sh- there any part of yeah. you that's like?" And th- this is, this is—I <laughs> hope this doesn't sound xenophobic, but is there any part of that's like, "I hope they make it back." Like
3: is there any <laughs> weird part of, like, no, they're in. Um, Here's what's what's, top date, in, what's sure. that city they're in.
2: When does this podcast come out?
3: Because I don't think we should be announcing where they are. No, but they're in, they're in like, if you can find them in Argentina, <laughs> by, by no, the way, they're... they're like, they're in like, it's not like they're in like the, the jungle of Argentina. No, no, no. They're no. in like this huge yeah. city. Yeah. It's just like, it's like what are they call the Paris of uh, South America.
0: Yeah, wait, of all of you, I, have, we've all been fed the same line. They must be out committing a crime. <laughs> because I was also told, <laughs> Natasha on the phone was like, well, it's the Paris of of South America.
3: That's just what they call that city. I'm, and I'm, oh, well, Son that's exactly or? word for word what you said to me on the phone. Topilos yeah, in Brazil. Yeah. No, oh, no. It's, What's the, uh, what if they. Uh, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. As, uh, yeah. yeah, which is like, if you look at it, if you just see pictures of it. It looks like it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I know yeah. it looks gorgeous. Right.
2: but what if what if the Paris of South America is like a what if that's an ironic? Oh, this is like the Paris of South America. Yeah. And they're like oh, yeah. it's like a well, they
3: mean Paris, Texas. <laughs> and you <get> there, yeah. <laughs> this is the Paris, Texas. The Par- it's the
2: Paris Hilton. Hilton of South America. Yeah,
3: but like it's like following their their exploits over there, and Instagram's crazy. Like it's just them like out drinking wine, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I know. And like no, it they, sounds they amazing. Like, went, like tangoing with like like guys. Like it just it looks like they're having a blast. I almost
2: shot a show in Argentina a couple of years ago, and. Um, I, I I foolishly had never thought. I wonder how long it takes to fly to Argentina. It is a ridiculously long. What are we talking? Fourteen? Uh, at least. I, I think I think it might have been like nineteen all told. Like, cause you fly. I think you would fly you gotta change to somewhere. Yeah, you fly
3: to Brazil. I think, and then and then pop down. But the uh, the time difference is like an hour from here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no like big time shift. That's oh right, what, cause you go straight down. You just go down. yeah. Straight
0: down. Right. And we still the Earth still turns that direction, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: For
2: now.
0: For now but that's shifting eh who knows who knows procession of the earth it's a whole you guys could do a whole episode about that nerds <laughs> we're gonna give the earth some notes yeah and just uh can you spin the other way have you guys read it? it's a great book uh Graham Hancock Fingerprints of the Gods no yes it's all about the procession of the earth as it spins and it wobbles a little bit mm-hmm. ooh
2: you wanna hear the <laughs> end? you wanna jump to the end what? well
3: no that's a huge spoiler
0: I could I, I could spoil that book so big for you
3: oh do it you want to do it? I don't want to go through the trouble.
0: Okay. It's like a 900-page book. Are you ready? Start with
3: page two. Start with page okay. one. Is
0: it, by the way...
2: No, if people you, are going to get mad if we spoil the book.
0: Okay, go uh, buy Graham Hancock's The Fingerprints of the Gods. He also wrote a book uh, uh, called The Sign and the Seal, where he goes and actually finds the guy who guards the Ark of the Covenant. What? In Ethiopia. For real? What? Graham Hancock, look it up. Did they look at it? You guys it, want me to it? whisper? It's beautiful. I'm going to whisper. Turn, if you're not a ready? <coughs> Spoiler
2: protection music. No spoilers. No spoilers. Oh my oh, God! Yes. Oh. That's amazing! What an ending! That's a note. bullshit. It's amazing.
0: Read Graham Hancock, fingerprint of the god. Read. By the way, if you want to just lie around with a with a nerd conspiracy boner of the highest order, ancient aliens, any any book by Graham Hancock. Uh-huh. When do you have time to read? I don't. This is years ago. Okay. Years ago. He asked some great questions, though, like, why
1: uh-huh.
0: did in Central America and in Egypt, why did they develop pyramids at about the same time? Why?
2: Well, it's just like when two comics on different coasts write a joke two about...
3: Uh, not is that the same? So
0: trend. you're you're comparing the pyramids of Egypt and wow. Central America to Itchy Asshole yep. by Dame Cook yes. and Louise. <laughs> that, that's exactly...
2: <laughs> yeah, so... But so, can, can we be honest? The pyramids though? are the itchy asshole. Can of we be honest though? <laughs> South, the South American pyramids were Dane Cooks. <laughs> 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 oh, You're good, like one.
3: Flat top. good one. Good <laughs> one. No, I think that if
2: you build oh. a tall building at the time, that's the way to do it, because they could. Oh, wait a to fucking... Battle. Myra,
0: way yeah. to take the wind out of that gag. I, we were yeah, having a great no. talk. Sorry, I just uh, need to no, no. The debunker swings again. Way to, way to bring in the fat.
1: Well <laughs>
0: you
2: know, if something's got a wider base at the bottom, it's probably well, they good. wanna go they yeah. wanna go up. They yeah. yeah. wanna go up top. Yeah. That's the way to do Actually, it. Actually his yeah. cold serves that well because he's gonna be like, that's yeah. not how it works. Excuse uh, me. Excuse <laughs> me and then he nasal well, sprays deep. and so. Are you doing okay with Matt sick in your place? It's You're sitting we're as far from him as possible. This the,
0: the, is irresponsible. The, well, that's why we're at in the uh, the chuckle hut as we call it. But um, <laughs> you know I have like the worst I do, OCD. Yeah. I like. I I put pure on my hands. Sometimes when I'm done with the pure on my hands, I just smear my whole face just for a second.
2: It seems like a healthy idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just to get all of the earth off of me. Sure. Does, does that work okay yeah. for your skin?
2: Feels great. Feels really, really good. Doesn't
3: mm-hmm. dry it out or anything. Probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Probably. Um, you no. Know, so Matt and Myra is is wheezy in my house.
2: It's like, gross. He's it's, light fine. it's fine. You mean Weezy Jefferson? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought that's what you meant that's at what first. I thought, yeah. <laughs> wow. You wow. guys. George, you stop playing uh, around in there. You go George. straight. You go straight. He sounds like Louise Jefferson because his voice is all crazy. I um, thought I saw more of a Florida. Hello, us too. Um,
0: but by the way, it's interesting because uh, Jonah Ray threw out a theory before, which is if you ever have a sinus infection, get in any ocean, <laughs> and it will immediately go away.
3: No, it's a good, it's a good way to like the, the salt water sucks a lot of that stuff out. Of your but head. just don't get in, don't get in in Los Angeles. Like
2: drive away. Doing in you know, well, you have Hawaiian water. We yeah. have water Are Angeles you from Hawaii? Water?
3: Yeah.
0: Can I ask a quick question? Sure. And uh, some people are going to get mad about this. What? Why is everybody in Hawaii kind of weird? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, take any small town you've ever been to. Okay. it out of the earth, put it in the middle of the biggest ocean in the world.
0: Okay, that's the answer? And just let it blend. I have another Why question for you. Mm-hmm.
3: Is
2: Malakalikimaka the thing to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, because it's Maka. <laughs> okay, that, that was fair. And that's by the
3: fair. way... Malakalikimaka <laughs> never said Oh, shit! Never <laughs> said. What did I say? And, oh, God! Stephen rises yeah. from lava. and
0: the point is, it's the Hawaiian way to say Merry Christmas, but I believe they have a full panoply of gods
3: that have nothing to do with...
0: They don't give a fuck about... Right? Just have.
3: Yeah, just like anyone, any of the like you know missionaries went anywhere. It's like yeah. they said, "Oh, your fire god? Well, that's a that's the devil. See, <clears throat> right. that's that's our that, this <clears throat> devil is the same. Right. We already have that." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and this? Oh, this is mm-hmm. this. What a fucked up thing yeah, to do over someone to go. By
2: the way, your god is yeah. actually your devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: What? Yeah. This that, whole time? Well, what about the wind guy the sun god? Oh, that's all just one guy. Why are you trying to yeah. turn. That's just one dude.
2: That's like a shitty best friend trying to turn your girlfriend against you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I have a question for you. It's a little more of a serious question, but it doesn't have to have a serious answer. Uh, someone asked me. Oh, was, wait, wait, wait. I have the actual answer and it is serious. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll be right back. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's some good trumpet
2: playing. <laughs> okay, what was the question? Now you got a serious question. Um, yeah, uh, someone asked me, mm-hmm. and it, it was during an interview that day. And someone said, "Like, what do you define as success? What do you? How do you mm-hmm. feel like ah, I finally? Because you know, no matter what happens, it always feels like, oh no, there's still this other thing, or there's still this other part, or there's still this other thing that I haven't done. Or yeah, that's good, but it's still not
0: like how do you? That's a great question because <clears throat> I was thinking this. Uh, I got to meet Tom Cruise a couple times last year and and I keep seeing like these trailers for like four, five, six new Tom Cruise movies that are coming out. It's just like wait a second well when did he make that
2: movie and that movie and Jack Reacher and oblivion. Well, he and has a time closet, which which is sort of like a portal to a, a parallel dimension. Ooh. Or actually, now, and this is a little we're more current, out. he's he's stepped into he's stepped into uh, another uh, computer simulation of the universe. Guys, there's oh, Tom Cruises, we all
3: know. that.
2: Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god, triplets. that would be great. Can, you, can you imagine what if it was like the Prestige and Perfect. there were actually, there actually multiple were. Tom oh. Cruises? And that's the big thing we find out at the end. Oh.
0: Who's the one who has to hide in the box?
2: Um, the other Siri The least Scientology one The dickheaded one Is the one that has The greatest act of humanity At the end Great uh, Oh fucking love it God I love The Prestige the, I yeah, didn't love it like At oh, first But it. I find that I, I think about it More than I Let's should Let's watch it right now Take a quick break We'll be back in a second
0: yeah. We're gonna stream The Prestige And we'll be right back
3: Better than you so think. Good. Uh, David
1: oh,
0: good. I watched Doom. Tesla. David Bowie yeah, as Tesla. Bowie Who would have thought? Really. Good. Bowie as Tesla. <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel like uh, when Bowie was Tesla, that uh, yeah. that's like Anthony Hopkins as Edison should have shown up and be like, uh, "This is mine." Yeah, and perfect. then, and then just yeah. it. Yeah, like the real story. So, so that, if actually, there's a parallel story between um, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale of mm-hmm. Tesla and Edison. I love it. That's the other side of the prestige. Okay, we're now really in deep here. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 I hope we breadcrumbs. They're red each other. I'm not sure
0: if I can get out of this idea anymore. Do we leave a trail of cookie crumbs? So let's see. So there's, to Bowie's Tesla. Yes. In, in the prestige. Hopkins' Edison. And all the
2: hats keep appearing, right? The hats? Yes. Hats? Yes.
0: Hats. Hopkins is Edison.
2: You see, you see, uh, yeah. you see, you don't like, Give see his me all face. Of these, all of these are my hats. You don't see his face for the yeah. first time. You see Hopkins. You see these feet shuffling in the yeah. woods outside of Tesla's compound. Yeah. Hat, and he picks up a hat. Yeah, he puts it on his head, and the camera reveals that it's Hop Anthony Hopkins. Yes, and he's got that big collar. Yeah, and the tie. He of, says Watson, of come
0: here. I want you for a moment. Yes, I and mean, then yeah. Watson
2: is like this Renfield type character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's Tom Waits. He's Tom yeah. Waits. Alexander
2: w- Graham
3: Bell, for some reason. That's what I meant. Yeah, you know who I meant. We're <laughs> okay. Watson used to be with Edison. Bailed. Jump shit. Oh, like new age. twist of the story. Exactly. Right. That's that's a prequel. I don't, uh, I don't
0: know why we're talking through this instead of just shooting this. Many years yeah. before. What do we need? We need Tom Waits and some hats.
2: We need Tom Waits. We yeah. need some hats. We um, need Anthony Hopkins,
0: which is probably okay, kind of tricky. What do we need
2: to make the movie? Mm. But let's go back to the time you met Tom. I would Cruise. say go
0: see it and see it for yourself. So I met Cruise twice uh, last year, two times. Well, uh, once was at a table read. Mm-hmm. Here's something fascinating. Tom Cruise does not read scripts to decide if he wants to do them. They put together a table read of the whole thing um, that he participates in. So he says... expensive, is he? I don't think it matters.
3: (laughs) I'm pretty sure... I'm sure sure if he does do it, they'll make their money. I'm pretty sure when
0: it's a Tom Cruise movie, they're just like, fuck. And here's what was interesting. This was a... The movie was not made. Um, And so you go to... It was at MGM, and it was about uh, sometime last year. And there's a table read... And he comes in and says hello. First of all, he's the most engaging person you might ever meet. That's what Simon Pegg said when he He's was the, the single podcast. most engaging dude you're ever going to meet. You immediately are like, you, he walks in and you're like, he's like, hi, I'm Tom. And you're like, okay, cool. You want to have sex or what? <laughs> you know, why are we still talking? <laughs> why are we still talking? Because you've just been like hypnotized by how cool he is. What do you think that is? Um, he's just, he's, an, he's, an, <laughs> he's a magnetic person. Yeah.
3: He's a super eye magnetic. Contact. That's what I've heard about. But it's not eye just
0: contact. eye contact because some eye contact is creepy. And his eye contact is very sincere. What like what you you're th- doing right now. Jonah
3: just <laughs> <laughs>
0: literally, what you Jonah, I your version of eye contact, that's like you sticking your thumb right up my butt. <laughs> yes,
3: his Jonah. is After more
0: like just a, met. his is more like he's just placed a, a supportive hand on he basically walks up to you and it's no matter what he's saying with his with his mouth, what he's saying with his body language is Come with me. It's going to be okay.
2: What, what is that yeah. core? What is that? What is what is that ultimate molecular makeup of Magnet? He's just got magnetism. it. It's amazing. He's that just got it. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I know you said that. no called feet.
0: Uh, So, uh, so you do a table read instead of him reading the script because he doesn't want to do that. Okay. You do a full table read of it to see what the movie's like. Now here's what and Is
3: there a guy off to the side making explosion noises when necessary?
0: Um I was like that he,
3: he just uses his stuck double to, to read his parts and he just watches the entire <laughs> thing. Uh, the only thing I remember is at one
0: point one of the writers they introduced every single person to the table and every person reading every role would is the dream person for the role. Basically, because it's just table read, you know? Yeah. But, and and so they have every single dream person, and then they get to Tom Cruise, and the writer who wrote the movie was like, introduces, boom, and there's, uh, this is uh, Tom Lennon, and this is, you know, uh, blah, 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 and then (laughs) he gets to Tom Cruise and and does a bit where he forgot Tom Cruise's name.
2: Oh. And he
0: probably uh, does it at every read, right? Well... I will say it didn't go over great. Oh, shit. <laughs> it, was,
2: oh, it, was, no. it was one of these awkward times where the writer... That, that poor go, guy was like, this is going to crush. This
0: is going to kill. Ready? And he gets Cruz is like, and reading uh, the role of Nick is a... Uh, um, and you could just see, and Tom Cruise, who's been the coolest dude you've ever met until this point, just like a little tiny fire in his eyes. Oh, <laughs> where he's just like... And I was like, it's like your worst nightmare. It's like, oh my god, I just made a joke with Tom Cruise that, in he, that, did, in that he did moment, not like.
2: The movie had no prayer for oh, it. Oh, so <laughs> <fucking over>. everything <laughs> was over. It was just like this, it was so quiet. That that Tom Cruise got five emails from that writer, like, I knew your name! That I was just, is. I'm sorry, I thought it, was,
0: it would be funny. Oh my god, it was just one of those times you were like, or it's like literally like you throw a baseball up in front of a bunch of people, and you're like, I'm gonna fucking hit this ball so hard. Whiff. And, and, and it's, you it's, like uh, you dislocate okay your shoulder, yeah, and the bat swings around and breaks yeah. and, and you hit, hit the a child. It was all that happened. And by the way, this all happened in like an eighth of a second where his jaw tightened up. You know that thing that he can do? Yeah. His jaw just tightened up a little bit and his eyes just kind of like you could see the iris kind of zoom in a little bit. Yeah.
3: Like a robot's mind? Oh,
0: it was just like fuck it. I felt so, uh, it's about as bad as I've ever felt for a person. Wow. Was the, guy, the guy who made the joke that did not land. Then, So Cruz reads the script and you know he's never read it. Because you're here because he's not going to read it. Yeah. He wants to hear it. So, and then he gives a performance that literally has you fucking beside yourself. You just can't believe it. And you're like, oh, that's why you're a
2: huge movie star. Yeah, so he's great.
0: He's amazing. And he's reading it for the very first time. Someone asked yeah. me...
2: Uh, so we were ta- I was talking to uh, a couple guys and, they, and they, they were angry that Tom Cruise was the Jack Reacher character. Like, that, that character is supposed to be like he's 6... Supposed a- to be 6'5", whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to think in Hollywood terms. Right. There are maybe five people who can open a movie that way. Yep. Maybe five. Maybe. That could open. That could open a film like that... Who of those people? Yeah, Jack Reacher is like, supposed to be like a mountain of a who man who lo- yeah. looks like the
0: character of Jack right? Like you gotta have a little, you know. Uh, the brother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yes, right Brad uh <laughs> Yes, uh, and who else? Let's see if Co- you guys Conan's know. very tall. Uh, well, Clancy Brown looks like that, but again, <laughs> this is, these are like hundred million dollar movies, so like
2: these are all good actors. <laughs> Clancy Brown. Are you saying Conan looks what? like? That? Uh, no, Conan's tall. He's least, very tall.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing. Like sometimes you're casting the goon. I always love when people are like, (laughs) uh, when people are like, uh, oh, they should cast somebody who's the right height. It's like, well, what if they cast like the biggest movie star in the world? Um, My um, some of my wife's relatives once in uh, Ohio, uh, some uh, relative of of my wife once said, uh, you know, I I I swear, I I, you know, I feel like I want to come out and give it a shot in Hollywood because you know, I could wait at those auditions. I could get in that line and wait, <laughs> and, I, and I just was like really struck by the idea that, to some relative of my wife, she thought that like the biggest part of it. Is waiting in lines. line. It's like until, there's no line I mean, to get in. Yeah. The yeah. only line that I know of is the one on Van Ness and Sunset for Let's Make a Deal. Yep.
3: Yeah, that is real. <laughs> that
0: line you can get in. Dress up like a crayon or so a eventually crayon. you'll get in. Right. You will like get like in. Yeah. yeah, but like for the role of Jack Reacher, they didn't have a line. No, where they're like, okay, let's see. Oh, let's Cruz, see some it's tall it's guys. First again.
2: Ah, tall guys. got yeah. here last night. <laughs> His case wasn't yeah. camped well, out. It's like the people that fucking bitch about Hugh Jackman being too tall to be Wolverine. It's like should have no. been Danzig here's what, I'll, here's what I'll tell you here's what I'll, a couple things about me
0: ten things about me and by the way you're right it should have been that dude from Danzig yeah. uh, I love the book Les Miserables it is my favorite book ever but it doesn't sing it does not sing to you yet um, I love the musical Les Miserables I haven't seen the movie yet out of the screener I would say fly on the wall Hugh Jackman is the perfect Jean Valjean for a variety of reasons because in the book *Les Misérables*, which if you have not read, read any book by Graham Hancock, and read any book by Victor Hugo. But Graham Hancock's *Les Misérables*. Graham, oh my god, it's fucking. Where you oh find out? God, out the you a find conspiracy. out kind of You, <laughs> you <laughs> go down in the catacombs, and the bones spell yeah. something. <laughs> Why are these these bones are actually fifty
2: thousand years old? Yes. Right. Yeah. There was a there was a there was ah. an, there was like a European civilization. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thousands of years. Right. When you realize, like, the eye sockets are much
0: bigger, and or something's weird. Yeah. Anyway, oh no, Hugh simulation. Hugh Jackman's permission. Pur- Jean Valjean.
2: I'd argue he was a pretty good Wolverine. But let's go back and talk uh, about yeah. the second time you met Tom Cruise. Mm. What was the did you because you probably didn't really spend a whole lot of time talking to him? Didn't spend that much time talking to
0: him. Came up, he said, Hey, I'm Tom. I said, Me too. And then I <laughs> I and then I quietly fell in love with him for a second, which yeah. you do. My wife got real annoyed because I came home and I was like, Honey, let me talk about his biceps for a minute. Do you feel like
2: he knew who you were? Don't know. Can't tell... i bet he's seen Reno. I'll doesn't bet he's matter. i bet he's seen stuff you've done. I was
0: surprised that Bale, like Christian Bale, when I got on the set of Dark Knight, was a big Reno fan. Really? Well, which made me much more confident because I was like, boy, I feel pretty stupid. Now, if you'd shown up and yeah. he had
2: had the mustache and the glasses yeah. and the short shorts and be like, I just thought this would be a really funny way, I thought this would be a really funny way to say hello to you. You know, yeah. what they... you <laughs> talking talk, character. That would be amazing. But, you oh, know, they, right. um,
0: uh, Akiva Goldsman, I'm in a movie called Jonah Hex.
2: Yes uh,
0: Very briefly. Um, and they thought it would be really funny, because I guess Josh Brolin is a big Reno nine one one fan, to make me an old tiny uh, Lieutenant Dangle outfit. No that then I needed to show up on set in. Do you still have it? No. Why don't you have that? There's pictures of it somewhere. So so I get on set and I I I'm in my trailer and I literally I'm one scene where I'm like, I'm in a telegraph office and I'm like dear mother I ran into Ulysses I ran into Pre- I ran into Ulysses S. Grant and oh heavens that's me in every movie but also yeah. in I got, but also in Jonah Hex so so I walk into my that's the scene I'm going to play it was some piece of information they needed to get out in the amazing film Jonah Hex so I get to uh, my trailer for a minute and watch that scene okay Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like a good idea. Yeah. Um so I walk in the trailer and they've got a like obviously a like a Civil War era Lieutenant Dangle outfit. <laughs> and awesome. it is awesome, but it's also like I'm on set and it's like Josh Brolin's cool and he's got his faces all fucked up and melted like Jonah Hex and like Will Arnett's in the movie and they're all looking really fucking cool and everybody's got like cannon guns. It's like it's like everything's cool. And it's one of those times you're like, do I, okay, everybody obviously thought this would be an amazing joke for me to show up on set in this outfit. And like, there's some powerful people around, I guess, I guess I fucking go do this right now. So put the fucking outfit on. (laughs) And I know this is not what I'm wearing in the movie, but they're going to drive me down to the set. And I'm going to go like, they're going to introduce me to Josh Brolin in this fucking outfit. Oh, I just felt so humiliated. And all the teamsters around are like, that what you wear in a movie? And I'm like, no, this is a joke based on this other thing that I do. I don't get the... it. Yeah, what's the joke? Just no, no, I like a joke. Tell me to joke.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm like a funny. This, I'd like to point out that Jonah Hex was a little less profitable because they made that costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so I here's okay, ready? So, yeah. so it's hanging there. I put it the fu- fucking on. I go down to set in the van. I'm waiting. What's up at like the Disney Ranch? You know, one of those places out there. And I show up on set, and like Akiva uh, Goldman walks me in. In the outfit. And you know what? Killed. Just oh, about. Really? Just about killed Josh Brolin. Oh. oh. He laughed so now, hard. No, that's not where I thought the story was going. I thought, going. I for sure was like, I'm standing there and everybody's going to be like, oh hey, how's it going? How yeah, you yeah, doing? Yeah. Cool. So we'll should be shooting in a minute with you. <laughs> no. But the answer is it actually killed. So I, while feeling horrible, then of course, then I'm done. Then I gotta go ride back and get in my real costume right, of course. with another team. So she was like, well, What why do you how come I can see your penis? What are you doing? Here? <laughs> anyway, that one that one worked out. Did you uh I lost did my you actually attach
2: a foreskin?
0: Uh, always. Did Okay, did you, so the, the story that you were talking about was the second time you met Tom Cruise. Second time I met Tom Cruise. Uh, first time. first time you just can't stop looking at his uh, biceps. At his
2: at his arms and his face they, and his eyes.
0: They're kinda of like they're literally like like, when someone's got a little too much cleavage showing and you just kind of can't st- yeah. stop staring, it's like... So
2: Tom unfair. Like it's like uh, the personification of cleavage? His
0: arms are, to a straight man, looking at Tom Cruise's arms are the equivalent at looking at, like, the perkiest pair of C-cups you've ever seen in your entire life. Okay. Maybe D's.
2: So Tom Cruise... But they're on his arms. Tom Cruise is the It's tits. crazy.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. He literally is. So the second time, uh, hosting this, this, like, education fundraiser for... Uh, for 20th Century Fox. Yep. Big fancy event, blah, 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 back to thing, money for schools, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Guess the speaker who's going to introduce some main person is Cruz. So we're like on the stage and then at some point we're hanging <coughs> backstage and, and chatting and he's the next like act like you're standing backstage at anything. And he shows up and he's got two sort of like cool security guys who kind of roll around with him. We're just kind of making sure nobody's weird. Yep. Um, there's a couple balloons in his way they're, they're like, Make sure no one's weird. <laughs> just literally their job. is to, And they just give off a vibe of
2: like, "Are you weird?" Yeah, no, it's weird, it's <laughs> that's weird.
0: literally the vibe yeah. they give off. Is like they kind of look at you and they're Make like, sure "No one's
2: listening. To you made it weird." Yeah,
0: <laughs> if you get fucking weird, they just give off a vibe of like, "Act weird, and I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, baby. that's
2: all it is. Act weird. What are we, do we? Hey, everybody, <laughs> oh my spine! <laughs> Don't get weird. Do one, Don't get weird. Do one fucking
0: weird thing,
2: and they and you're you can not tell. Weird, you're fine, right? If you're
0: not weird, you're fine. And we could tell it because... I just put jelly on my tuna fish sandwich.
2: No, I'm sorry! <laughs> Snap! Oh, I'm Snap!
0: <laughs> yeah. And you can just tell. And they're two, and they're like kind of big, good-looking guys, and they're both obviously in good shape, and they're they're big, you know, and they're also... And maybe they feel like they're wearing little pins, like... something. you know they could do a lot of damage to They people. could... Like, there's a yeah, lot... There's, there's, a job, there's a
2: bad history. Right.
0: And it's kind of... It's fun once they've looked at you for a while... And made the judgment call that you're not going to There are two fucking... Jason Bourne's that he's found. Exactly. Spent. Yes, he's got yeah. two... Bu- but much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And you just keep thinking, like... As soon as they don't Krav Magra you, you feel... <laughs> you feel pretty good because you're like... You're like, hey, man, I guess I'm not that weird. Because
2: yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I feel pretty weird. It's like yeah, yeah. the never-ending story when he's kind of yeah. passing those towers and if you have any self-doubt, then yeah. they yeah, shoot exactly. you with eye lasers. <laughs> Exactly.
0: Yeah. Chris yeah. has those guys. Yeah. So so we're standing back there don't get Krav There was a balloon that got in the way of his foot because one of our bits is we do um, like a balloon drop at the end of our intro which is like two balloons because it was cheap yeah. and one of the balloons got like in Tom Cruise's way and one of these guys got that fucking balloon out of there so fucking fast <laughs> it was like just like sort of near his feet where he might like brush against it or kick yeah. it or something like that and then this dude literally took care of that fucking balloon with a gun no he just it was just quietly gone but it was fucking fast it was just like it happened really it was cool wow um, So we're standing backstage, me, my writing partner, Ben Grant, Tom Cruise.
2: Are you sure it was an actual balloon, room. or was it... It was just a regular white was balloon. It, was it like? It was, was, it was, was it an actor? It was somewhere he but was... But you're in, remembering it like in MASH. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. They, yeah, like they just... <laughs> they, they,
0: they literally, it's the Queen of Hearts that they showed me. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: It was like Andy Dick ran up to him. They were like, snap, <laughs> and And they're, they're like, high this high balloon a, came a by <laughs> right near his feet. I've been fully mentoring Wait, and candidated now. Tom just starts crying. Why did they have to
3: kill a balloon? Why did they pop that balloon? It had so much more. Too. So,
0: so uh, this is I know you know like if you ever thought boy if there was a camera on me that might be, that might be the lamest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, so so uh, Ben and I are standing backstage. We we've done we're done we've done most of our hard introductions and bits for the evening, and just standing there with Cruz and there is a female like Australian pop singer who's singing a, a song with an acoustic guitar,
1: is on stage right now.
0: It was not Natalie Imbruglia because oh, I remember her name. Natalie Imbruglia of uh... Torn, Torn, which was really Edna Swaps, which is also a cover. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Australia, you're playing on stage. Here's how Cruise pulls you into his world. Mm-hmm. You end up doing and saying things you wouldn't normally do or say. <laughs> like if one, like, like if Matt, my friend Matt Meyer was standing there and said this to me, I would have been like, What? What are you? What? That's so stupid. But Sounds about right, story checks out. Yeah, here's what what Cruz says. Cruz turns to me and Ben, and he's looking at the girl on stage, and he turns to me and Ben, and he says, Live music, right? (laughs) (laughs) To which which Ben and I, literally like excited meerkats. We're literally just like, we're so excited, we're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, live music. (laughs) And I know, I know if you had been if you could hand me a videotape of that right now, I'd be like, well, that, that was it. That was officially, <laughs> that was literally like you tripped in your swimsuit at the pool and your penis popped out <laughs> and you also knocked it through. It was just like so lame, but he's so, he makes you feel like he's on the other trapeze and he's going to catch you. Like it's all just going to be okay. Wow.
3: Wow.
2: That's yeah. nice. Did he respond to live music? Or did well,
0: you no, know, we nice. just kind of then all kind of bopped our heads like we were all cool. <laughs>
3: now, recorded music
0: is good. So good, but, but it's kind it's just of lame. Not as, it's no. missing
2: that live element. It was really weird. He just turned to us and said, live music, right? <laughs> well, he probably doesn't get yeah. to go see a lot. I mean, like, I imagine... There's a series of tunnels and portals around. It's got to be super weird. Where, where do you go? I don't know. And no. so I guess that pulls it back around to how do you define success? But you don't.
0: Know, there's, there's, there are some people who don't go anywhere because they're on Nickelodeon. Right. Like, then take him into account. Right. He's been very famous for. He and Miranda Cosgrove. 30,
2: 30 years.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. More than half his life.
3: And he looks. Way more. Yeah, it really looks great. Right. Every time like, G and I like, pass
0: by a Reacher, no, he's like, Oh, uh, he's like, That guy's in his 50s. Yep. Okay. Did you see, stop. uh, okay. oh, I, I was gonna say, Did you see, uh, uh, Rock of Ages? No. Wasn't that character based on you? Well, I was in the first production of it, right? I was cut out of the film. What? <laughs> yeah, what cut, did you? I was cut out of that film. Which character were you? I was a Hare Krishna on the bus.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Not a real character, yeah. but I had a funny moment. <laughs> um, they, uh, they showed me the movie, and they're like, hey, it needs to be funny. And I, I wrote a bunch of jokes for Tasty them. Tasty Jax,
2: you should take up drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the the same same perfect, thing same jokes. Kind of <laughs> <adult>. We just <laughs> use
0: whatever leftover stuff. Uh, no, I was uh, proud to say, but I went out, there was some reshoots, and they were trying to add some just sort of funny moments because it was too sincere. So you were in the original production. Yes. Right.
2: Yes. So you didn't see the film. I did not see the film. Well, you right. see the Vegas show, Rock of Vegas. It's funny. We did the show in Vegas when we were didn't doing the original production to try to sell it, and Vegas said, no, thank you. And so it's it's cool for them that actually it came back around. I, right. I'm probably not going to see it. Probably better for you to not be tied down to a show in Vegas that's like nine times a week. <laughs> <laughs> like to to be honest, I couldn't have done hey, the. Days days are dark. If Come you're on, at yes.
0: if you're at the Frontier, which I know is torn down and doesn't exist anymore, but doing like. It would feel that way. It, it would might as well way. just be <laughs> in the parking lot, living on scrambled eggs and like <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> well, you even American and recycled air. Yeah. You weren't even able to go to New York and with it. No, I was not able to go to New York with it, which is
2: fine. I, I don't know if my voice would have survived uh, the eight shows a week. Probably that, not. Um, it would be stronger. Than it. But the Broadway version of the show, I think, was Broadwayed up. And I th- no. our version of the show was really fun. It was like Kyle Gass was in it and Dan Finerty, and right. it, there was it was a lot. Of, like it felt. It felt a little more yeah. UCB than Broadway, Right. which was fun, I'm and like i making right. fun of. Yeah, exactly, people. exactly. Anyway, um, uh,
0: no, the other this one's relatively sincere. Yeah. So uh, the movie was pretty sincere, but boy, Cruz is really ripped.
3: He is super ripped. I remember seeing about Tom the pictures Cruise way too much. Yeah. Oh, oh he, you were you were going to talk about success, and then you talked about Tom Cruise.
0: Oh, that's the accidental. See, that's how you get drawn okay. in. Oh, but he, oh, here was my thing. But so I see that he's got like four or five movies coming out, and. My question is, when is it okay to be like, and I asked you guys this, as we all walked in here today, I was like, when is it okay to be like, hey, maybe I'll do something else. And like, like, man, you know what? Maybe I'll like, uh, farm
2: or, but it's maybe, maybe he just wants to keep doing that. No, he definitely does. Yeah. But it's like a compulsion. Yeah. I had the thought like two nights ago that I was just sitting at home and I was like, you know what? I'm all right. I don't really want anything that I don't have. Really? Yeah. Not, That's good. Not even one more guitar. That, <laughs> no, that was actually what—that was actually what brought me to that conclusion. Was the guitar. I was, was like, I'm looking around. I'm like, I have like five, have seven guitars in the living room. Man, are you happy? I think so. Generally. What? Are you? I, so it are it you probably feels like... uncomfortable. Well, it was weird because like the attack of the show just wrapped up. That's why you have a cold. Your body is allergic to the happiness. Yeah, I, like, oh, I, I want <laughs> to be You fight it, man! Fight it! Fight <laughs> that! I'll
3: fight the it. light! I'll make you. Miserable. Fight the light. That's that is, by a a the pitch. way,
0: that is the essence of Buddhism. You know. Yeah. That to want things is to suffer. Well, yeah. uh, So as soon as you can stop wanting things, you will stop suffering. Well,
1: I
2: think, I think so.
0: Either was... you're being a Buddhist, or you just have all the guitars you ever need.
2: <laughs> well, no, I think it was. I don't. Maybe it was, the shallow it was, version. I think it was honestly just the sort of uh, a moment of realization. Like I don't. I mean, I'm fine. I have a nice little townhouse, so I have a car. I'm good with the car. or Whatever. I like a new car, but I don't need a new car, and I know it.
0: I've seen car. your car. You need a new car. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Your car is bad. The, gets rid of his is the macho right. man. Matt Matt and my writing partner both drive macho man cars which I just don't get like I'm just not you've seen me I'm not a macho man they have like giant like off road, like lift kit we jeeps. We
2: have the same jeep. Yes, yeah.
0: on occasion they've both been parked in front of my yes. house, and I just assume people assume there's a bear.
2: <laughs> uh, did, you, <laughs> did you get the accoutrement? The bears <laughs> convention, and I don't mean the football team. I mean big, burly, gay guys with beards. Did you did you get the balls attached? <laughs> oh from my the, god! From toe bulb. No, okay. I, I, I got a jeep just because I want. Uh, I wanted uh, a penis. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and, and convertible. <laughs> no, I had a Jeep in Boston because it, was, it's great. Mon- it it's was great in the winter, the Jeep, because it was four-wheel drive, but then
3: in the summer, I could take the top off. Right. And I was like, oh, I love this little thing. It's like a right. go-kart. It's like a little tiny
2: go and then I got another one. It's not tiny. Yeah. It's a large vehicle.
3: It's a big vehicle. No, and you got it
2: lifted up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you feel like you've achieved success. I feel like I'm
3: good. For- How about you? I don't know. Um, I'll, I just, I feel like if I just keep on doing things, I'll feel good. It's about the process, right. not about like But is I, that like, has that proven to be true yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like um I feel like it's if I just take if I feel like fulfilled through just doing and not caring about the outcome and let the outcome, you know, be what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel. Right.
0: Like, let it be about the journey. Yeah, and, then, right. and that's something. It's you know. So what you're saying is, don't every five minutes look up yourself on IMDb and see if you've gone up or down in the rankings. I the, star, I the star meter. That. The
3: star meter. Don't. And, are you saying don't check that every five minutes? I don't. I don't do that anymore. I don't. Uh, right. I don't Google or bring myself. I don't. Um, <laughs> God uh, damn it! I don't. Uh, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't, you know, worry about that stuff anymore. I, I care more about, like... Uh, I'd love to be like that. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's really, like, you know, my whole, like, past couple of years has been trying to... He's keep, doing it. He just peered you know, out the face. Yep. <laughs> trying Sorry. to keep it, like, perspective. is like... Because so, you could you can think to yourself, oh, like, I, I need more... Uh, I, I want more. Look at that guy. Look at what he's got. Look at what he's got going on. Right. Um, like it's like I want that. But then, right. If you, if you, if but you then get you perspective, get to right. If, if you get to perspective
0: and you start meeting a lot of those guys, you realize they're not happy either. Not happy
3: either. <laughs> either. And there's someone else behind you. There's or someone the else.
2: Record. Yeah. I would like to accomplish
3: more things, but I'm. I'm but you probably that's won't. Great. <laughs> but the thing is, there's someone else behind you going, looking at like a guy like me going, oh, I fucking like, like you know he. I want what he has. I want what you know what's going right. on with him. And so it's like it's all really just perspective, and just right. keeping that in mind, and and just trying to be, you know, not that. that I guess I'm at a place right now. Firm. I would say Hell Baby is the first,
0: was the first sort of mission statement of my career. Where, I mean, last year we wrote the book about the studio system, where the agenda is like do more work that you're really really proud of, as opposed to just do all the work you can do. I mean, there's there's a there's a not to get too serious, but there's a stress when you do what any of us do, whether it's the comedy front, whether it's the acting front, whether it's the writing front. The window that people like you is fucking small. <laughs> like, that window goes away... For a lot of people, it goes away in a year or two years. You know, some people have... You know, they have, uh, they're have, they hot for a little while. So it, it's, it's stressful. The strange thing is when you, like... Like, we're older than you guys, but, like, when you stick around for a long time, it's weird because... Most people don't. So, like you, sure. you, you, you then have these feelings. Like, like, I feel like in my early career there was this manic. Ben and I wrote every movie that was ever we could write, you know, which led to people hating us on IMDb a lot because <laughs> some of them are bad. In fact, there was apparently the the trailer for Scary Movie Five originally Lindsay Lohan was screaming, watching something on TV, and it's because she's watching Herbie Fully Loaded. I guess they changed it for the movie because they couldn't yeah. get the rights. But I happened to write that movie.
2: Um, <laughs> I happened to read yeah. oh yeah she's my mad. dad gave me a book did she's I? mad now because they recut the I saw apparently the, yes I just saw yeah. on the Google News entertainment page my or dad gave me two
0: Christmases ago my dad gave me a book by Roger Ebert called you, Your Movie Sucks which I have, I have. Which, uh, did I give that, you that copy yeah. yeah it's a collection of like his reviews of the worst <laughs> movies ever made now it, it would have been funny that my dad gave me that book except I actually had written a film that was in it <laughs> I actually written a Which film one? that was in it was a uh, Herbie Fully Love. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry, totally wrong. It was Taxi with Jimmy Fallon and okay. Uh, yeah. okay. okay. Um, so, but the question is, when do you feel like, oh great, I'm I've I've made it, I'm gonna relax and yep. be cool. I don't know that that exists ever. <laughs>
3: does it? It does. I always, does do I, was, do I know any, hear I, hear,
2: I hear that I hear that speech that Jason Robards gives in Parenthood. Sure. Near the end, where he's like. <laughs> You don't cross the finish line. There's no touchdown. You yeah. never spike the ball or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why? And when I saw that movie, I was like a teenager. I'm like, why right. am I crying? <laughs> the
0: right. one thing I'll say, Chris Rock said something to me interesting last year when I was making yet another crappy movie. Um, and he said when he was at Bernie Mac's funeral, not one person talked about his career or what a great comedian he was. Everyone talked about what an amazing father he was. Really? And I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And he mentioned that to me, and I was like, oh, that's, oh, I guess that's something to strive. Oh, like be like a person who's like good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right.
2: So you mean like okay. a person who sold the okay. lot right. S- scripts? No, 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 no. Because that, <laughs> <laughs> that'll provide money for your kids <laughs> to go to a high no, school, and then I, you won't have to deal with them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But no, but I
0: remember thinking, I was like, oh, fuck, right. Yeah. Like, what if you're just like an awesome person? <laughs> you could, <laughs> oh, yeah. you could do all of this. I don't know. Yeah. And just be like really great. Um, no, it was uh, interesting, but yeah, I don't know when you feel like it's okay because I always feel like I always feel like, and I feel uh, for me and Ben, I always feel like fuck, this is the we're hot right now. We got to keep you know, and the answer to your question before is we're working on a lot of things. The coolest thing I think we're doing other than Hell Baby is we are writing and directing the Baywatch movie for Paramount.
2: Oh my God, oh, that's great. awesome! Yes, which really? is very exciting. Is Hasselhoff going to be? Yes, the Hasselhoff has uh, a. Oh, did you see like the stack it. of? Uh, by the way, if you didn't know what I was
0: writing, there's a telltale clue in my office, which is you know, amazing. About, <coughs> a couple there's 200 episodes total of Baywatch, but there's most of them on that show. Well, oh, you said Hasselhoff is. Hasselhoff uh, has a brief uh, appearance in the script right now. Yeah, and and Pam and a couple of them. Yeah, as. But uh, we're actually calling Mitch. it. It's actually called. The script is actually Baywatch Red Tide. <laughs> we wanted to give it. We wanted to say two things, which is one, we're taking this deadly deadly seriously, mm-hmm. and two, we're going to make eight of these. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah, so Baywatch, Red Tide, we're doing it for Paramount. It's very exciting. We actually, they're so amped up on it. that We already shot a teaser for
3: it. Wait, so you guys uh, get to direct that? We are directing it also. That's great. Mm-hmm. And is that the? Uh, is that more of the like with Hell Baby and then now Baywatch? Is that? You guys I mean, want to make this, this is a this is a bit of
0: a hybrid this is definitely a big studio movie but it's it's this it's a hopefully a smaller smarter version of a big studio movie than yeah. some of the big studio movies we've done so now, do so, to,
2: so this would be more in like the Brady Bunch vein of like I, I would argue think yeah Star, and Hutch for sure which yeah. we
0: actually did most of the a lot of the writing on and stuff like that so
2: but is that
3: something that you and know, Ben to like kind of a Cohen brothers like oh yeah, we, uh,
0: Hell Baby is the first
3: movie we ever directed together, literally. Yeah.
0: Um, and this will be the second one. Is will be Baywatch. That's great. I think
3: like maybe on the scale of Hell Baby is like some of you guys are going to try, because and... it's like talking to like um, Bobcat. You know, he he just that's works. so funny.
0: We're making all the same movies for the same guys as Bobcat. This oh, exact Hanks. same exact same company. Is yeah. You, have you seen his tattoo? Oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. When you spend a lot of people's money, you don't get freedom. Yeah. So. I mean, our next movie, Hell Baby, was a very inexpensive movie. We already have a follow-up to it, uh, called Backwater, uh, which is a like 40, movie 80. we're going to go down and make in the swamps next year. Oh, that's right, Shreveport.
3: <laughs> Usually, that's where people go. To
0: mm, nothing better than Treeport. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff we're working on. But but. No, Bobcat's doing cool stuff too, which is yeah. Like, like
3: he's just huh? you know he works on stuff so he can just make a he wants to make a movie every year. Right. And yeah. what if you made movies where there's no committee?
0: Yeah. I mean, this the thing about when you make movies for the big studios is the, the committees are massive. I mean, there's just producers after producers after producers, and even who can be on the call to give you notes is complicated. Arranging the notes phone call is a couple of days. Yeah. So that they can figure out who's going to be on the call to yell at
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> Just that takes a little and bit. And I imagine that uh, yeah. there's always one voice from the side that comes up with a, a note that it's seemingly it almost probably sounds like they're talking about another film. Oh, it's they're crazy. Like, how? It's cra- absolutely crazy. You... There's a, there is a weird Everyone thing. Everyone got to have feet in this movie? You yes! Got, yes,
0: you got to watch out you got to watch out for at the studios especially like it's a weird thing of like people that want to like make their bones and like show how smart they are is like there's this weird sort of competition to see sometimes, like, who can give the most notes? Yeah. Which is like, if I give any advice to young studio executives, it's like, it's not a contest. Yeah. And not every script is a game of guess what I'm thinking. That's the problem with writing for the studios. It's very hard, is ultimately you're playing a game of guess what they were thinking. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh... When does Hell Baby come out? Uh, well, we haven't sold it yet. That's why it's going to Sundance. Okay. There've been some offers cuz it's a it's a very I mean it's a commercial multiplex movie. It's a fun horror
2: movie. So what happens if yeah. it let's just say uh, let's just say Hell mm-hmm. Baby comes out and it's one of these like sort of sleeper hits like mm-hmm. oh it made like 200 million dollars right. which is not impossible. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a crazy thing that could happen. Those happen with
0: some of those kinds of movies, yeah. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, what does that mean for you guys? I mean, ultimately. Well, that would
0: be really nice. This is the first time I've ever owned any piece of anything we ever did ever. Okay. too. Well, that's the other upside of doing very small things like this is you can so actually you can probably own. move out of this shithole. Yeah, I mean, probably they're get they're out of this <laughs> place. Probably get out of this dump. I love your house so
2: much, and this I love the place, fact huh? that see, the one, one major thing that's happened since we came here it, is that um, your backyard looks like uh, Pee Wee's house. Yes. It
3: looks. It like It used a to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's either the uh, oh, toy no I know exactly or, what, you what you mean yeah, yeah. or yeah.
0: the Brady Bunch episode where they save the kids life so they just keep sending all the yes. thank you gifts yeah. or if Josh
2: Baskin bought a craftsman yeah <laughs> <laughs> I at that I uh, was
0: that yeah idea? Yeah, it turned into. It's I used to have a cool backyard. So now many, I have but lots. It, I think it's
2: cool now. There's so many sure. toys. There's clubhouses. You got it's a very, pool.
0: It's Knott's Berry Farm. You got yeah. old
2: timey fire trucks. One of those old timey airplanes with the wheels on yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That yeah, was a gift from Fox. There's yeah. a little bouncy, a mini, bouncy, oh, a mini bouncy, house there. There was a
0: period in my life where I was and some weights just having sex with great looking girls all the time. <laughs> what that part of my life is so over now. I have a bouncy house in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, I used to have with like a oh, when I was corner. single. Oh god, it was good, good times. Oh, and being married is a wonderful thing. Having kids, great, the best. Yep. But I'm just talking about but the, the 90s. Part, yeah. The 90s were also pretty cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, the 90s were pretty neat, also.
2: Having sex with girls wearing Doc (laughs) Markham (laughs) boots. That was was real specific. Yeah, pulling a condom out of a lunchbox purse. (laughs) 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 Yep. Yep. Oh. Who's, who's who's why was this? I don't know. It's like, I don't know. That was getting so specific. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, is my chain Mm -hmm. wallet hitting you in the thigh? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Blood sugar sex magic playing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I got uh, I I got the six chains are mixed up. Uh, Portishead's Dummy is on there too, and uh, oh, let's, let's oh, some Glory Mouse on there. Oh. oh god, that's great.
3: See you at the Horde Tour. Yeah, uh, lose this... oh. it. Oh, you guys, we we did it. We did it. Now this, this yeah.
2: 300th episode was, was more spiritually a 300th episode because we didn't really talk about. It, it is uh, it, it it's we got to 300 pretty fast because I started I decided to put up three episodes a week this year yeah um, which was the result of doesn't mean it's not hard to get to 300 no it's still yeah. hard to get to 300 episodes but uh, but it, but I, I honestly you know of all the things in the world I think the one thing that was the most interesting to me about about doing this podcast is how many times you get jobs, especially when you first start in the business and you keep going, well this is going to be the thing or this yep. is going to be the thing or this and it's never the thing. It's never the thing. Yeah. And the lesson of oh, you know, maybe instead of trying to fit into what other people want, if you sort of just follow your own idea and something that you really are having fun with and care about and it's not for any re- it's not for any grand reason other than like, well this is just a fun thing that I care about and then weirdly that that kind of becomes the thing. I don't know. I think there's an interesting. I think there's an interesting lesson in that. Of rather than trying to chase stuff, just figure out what you. I would argue that's, out what you like. that's everything. Yeah, that's not
0: something. That's everything. Yeah, that's the only. That's actually the only thing that there is.
2: Yeah. Well, and the fact that I mean, it's helped that people have listened to the show. I mean, I still would, I still would want to do it. You know, I mean, because it's I, it's fun. I like doing what it. My number like... too low for you to be like. Okay. <laughs> and when do when do you bail on the show? Look, we're down to 500 downloads a month. You know, honestly, can I tell you that as long as I still got to, Meet talk cool to people, talk to people. I mean, yeah. you know, it's funny. One of the biggest, like, well, I know there are many criticisms of the show, but one of the biggest criticisms of the show is that not enough
3: Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. Is that a big one? Is <laughs>
2: it's it's that? From um, my mom. <laughs> you know that I, I get too excited, or I'm too like, I, I think I think everything's amazing, and I think I think the suggestion is that. That's dishonest in some way, or that it's not. I don't know. I don't know what the suggestion. You've been is, condemned for your joie de vivre. I guess so. Yeah, I guess yeah. so because I, you know. know f- there's a lot of that's coming from me. Oh
3: fuck! Because <laughs> I think. Because I think
2: culturally, people feel like negativity is more real but, than positivity. The listeners uh the reason chris gets excited about everything is because if he doesn't want to have someone on the podcast you don't hear it
1: don't <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: yeah so like i was thinking about the other day and i'm like well i guess the yeah. reason that i think that everyone that comes on is amazing is cause we have a lot of fucking amazing people come on the podcast yeah so You're also
0: that kind of person
2: so the yeah. and and I, and I also like i think there's a lot of negativity in the world and i feel like it's good to be supportive and positive and 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 i i why I'm, on earth would you have a podcast of bitches about things
3: why <laughs> there a the sure couple? There was there's there's many of them walk in the room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just you just love to take shots at David. Thank you. but I love those guys. But but I think that um, I think just the idea that uh, the the thing for me, the reason why I'm so excited is because the first two thirds of my career were spent making decisions out of fear, working on stuff I didn't really care about. Yep. Just trying to survive. Yep. Having years where nothing was going on. Yes. And after having an MTV show maybe, I don't know, maybe, you probably didn't feel like this because you worked pretty straight away after the state, but um, it's sort of feeling like, I probably shouldn't have had a career after single dad. so the fact that I was able to take things that I care about and make that my work life, I am constantly like, this is amazing! Like, I think what I'm saying is, I am amazed that I was allowed to have the second chance to do all these things that I care about and have that be a thing that actually, that I, that... I, I could not agree mind.
0: more. I mean, I, I, when the state got started, when people ask what How do the state... A lot of people ask me, like, how do you get into the things that I do, which are acting and writing and things like that. And the answer I give is always the same, which is we never, ever, ever waited for approval from anyone. Yeah. We're just doing things. We were always doing things. And we would have been doing things whether we had a TV show or not. I mean, we would have been doing web videos if if Funny or Die existed. But... And at a certain point, I have to agree, which is, like, I do a lot of commercial-type work, but I also have... Probably the most fun when I'm doing like videos for Funny or Die with me and Ben and Carrie, or when you know we're doing uh, live stuff. But but always, if you're always doing it, the likelihood that some of it will catch fire and and turn into something is also
2: because you care about it more. You're willing to put in extra work. You don't think about it as like... You don't think about, oh, I just have to fucking finish this.
3: And the I, thing, when you're done with it, that's the reward. That you made a thing, and right. it's hopefully with friends, and you all really like it. I never in my life thought, how am I going to get rich?
0: Right. <laughs> that's not like... I, I worry, I wonder... I'm sure people do think that. Oh, of course they do. I'm sure they do,
1: but...
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and if you if you chase that... I mean, I guess it's possible, but I, I think if that's what you're chasing, you're not going to be happy.
0: Feels pretty icky to me,
2: but I yeah. think that um, you know, I think that you know that, that that negativity isn't more real than being positive about stuff. They're both neutral, you know. It's just sort of like which path do you want to choose? And uh, I don't know. I feel like it would be dishonest of me to be super like, you know. I gotta well, tear shit down. That's not how I. Well, think, here's what so I'll. Here's what I'll also dishonest. say, which is which, which I'll also say about the
0: podcast and being positive and into things that you're into, which is. About 95% of the inter- internet is the opposite of that. <laughs> uh, and when I say low. 95, I might be a little you bit low. <laughs> low. Because the joy... I'll be honest. I, I have stopped reading through the comments section in of
2: everything. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't.
0: Uh, because of uh, everything. Uh, it was funny. I was, we were looking up for some sketch we were doing. We were looking up... I looked up uh, the Bible quote of judge not lest ye shall be judged sure. so I was looking it up and it was on a Bible quotes page where people could vote on the popularity of Bible quotes sure and that one had like three out of five stars
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like so it's not the best yeah. but it was and I was like literally the section from the Bible judge not lest ye te- you too shall be judged three out of five stars from from so many users but it's like like if you want to lose faith in people start reading our comments. Oh, yeah. Like, what... I actually... I I really would love to get into the psychology of, like, what's the thrill of... When, like, somebody's movie trailer goes out, what's the
2: thrill of being the first one to post, like, sucks a bag of dicks! Like, when... When did we? Well, because number what? one, it makes you feel superior. Like it makes How? you are Because you're, you're shitting, posting in a comment section. You're shitting on something. Okay. And you're getting emotional, but I realize, you know, I I, I liken it to um, I liken it to sitting in traffic. The internet is basically you in traffic. Yeah. And when you're sitting in traffic, a lot of times you're looking around, going, oh, "Look at that fucking asshole! Look at that piece right. of car! This piece of shit cut me yeah. off! Why won't you drive your fucking car? Right. That's a comment section." People are exactly. interfacing with their machines alone, and so they feel like they're in their cars. It's just the difference is I don't have a megaphone on the top of my car right. going, Get the fuck out of the road! What yes. is this piece of shit doing? <laughs> right. Nice fucking rims, yes. you know? Well, that, so, that, is, that is a problem. I, I actually, and I do
0: believe in a lot of places, uh, you'll see if I post things online, I almost always post them with my name. Yep. Which is why I almost never post anything. But, but also, I really wish people would post. It's like, we should pass a law. Well, you know what? <laughs> post it with your fucking name. You know name. what?
2: You of course you deserve If freedom you believe of, it. You deserve freedom of speech. Sure. But don't do it anonymously. Like freaks yeah. like speak freely no, and stand absolutely. behind like the people who the people who Any comment rocks. that's by
0: anonymous or a nickname or any or like, you know, anything? I I well not the hacker group anonymous we love them <laughs> no I actually I, 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 <laughs> we love them Tom I, I actually do like them. I actually I'm do not to, I, I just started following them and I fucking love it <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god It feels awesome to They follow actually them. take down
2: the things that No I don't fuck like. it
0: I know we yeah, agree those like those the Westboro good. Baptist
2: Oh that's fucking so genius Fuck those guys Anyway Anyway yeah but 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 posting but not posting as yourself it's like Hey fucking have the conviction yeah. to stand if you, behind if you believe it stand behind your and it bothers
0: me on on like Deadline and a lot of places where it's like. Where it's like actually people in like professionals in the movie business, it's like then say your name, just yeah. say it, just say like if you believe
2: that oh, that's gonna fucking fail or yeah.
0: whatever. Just yeah.
2: you should just be a, you you should you should be accountable to other people when you speak. This I is love, why I love, I love Jonas. Like mm-hmm. there, there's so many because I was reading um because uh, 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 Glenn Mazar is leaving The Walking Dead. Sure, and I don't know what the details are. I haven't right. heard anything about it. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe I'll never know exactly what happens. But I went to the Reddit page, uh, I went to the Walking Dead subreddit, and I'm just watching it. And it totally reminded me of Jonah's joke about historians going, The thing you gotta understand about Caesar is, what it's like, <laughs> like, like, people talking from a place of authority. And it's like, oh, these people are writing these really, like, well, the real reason behind, you know, yeah. the, the thing with Dish Network and the real thing you got to understand about the Network, I'm like, I just want to write like, you don't know yeah. what you're because talking you weren't, about! You, weren't but there, you're, dude. you know, it's uh, like, you can't just kind of hear something in passing and then go, right. I got this, guys. Like, <laughs> okay. uh, if uh, you're not there, if you don't have the actual information,
1: don't say anything!
2: Yeah. This yeah. is, uh, I feel
0: like, we, all did, we lived in New York for a long time, and it's interesting because when you come to Hollywood... You have to go to, like, the Arclight to get a movie theater where it's guaranteed no one's going to talk and be on their cell phone and stuff like that. (laughs) But when I lived in New York, other than, like, Midnight Movies in Times Square, you will not find more polite movie theater audiences anywhere in the world. And there's a reason why people tend to be, I think, better behaved in New York City, which is, in New York City, if you're a dick, you will get your teeth knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there will be someone right there literally in New York City if you're like texting and being a dick in the movie theater someone we'll hit will your, hand you we'll hit teeth. your teeth someone will hit your face <laughs> and you know what the world needs some of that it's just yeah, checks and need, balances yeah. you're right Los Angeles has this thing. Everybody's got a force field where they're like, Doesn't no matter. one wants to, like, people no.
2: just get away with the worst. The worst shit yeah. in the world because they're in their car, they're far away and they have no... Or it's just no one wants to, you know what it is in Los Angeles? I think I honestly think it's, maybe there's a sense of people going, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know who that person is and I don't want to hurt my image. I, I don't know, I feel like there's some sort of a weird but we
0: reward you know, such in, shitty in, behavior in, in new LA. york city if you're a dick in line if you cut in a line a guy from Yonkers teeth and a hand. and hands in your teeth just <laughs> are <laughs> you doing I'm mike from Yonkers. boom i guess you don't know how standing in line works and they say I'm lying, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> crack
3: but here in i know you
0: should it, be more
3: respectful
0: yes once in a while and yeah. i know cuz it i've been on both ends of that in new york i think uh... yeah. <laughs> and it's good it's it's just helpful just for, just just when when you're just to keep the the dick meter in check. Humility.
3: People being kept in check.
0: Yeah. A little bit. We used, we used to do that. With yeah. fists. Yes. <laughs> With fucking knuckle sandwiches.
3: I worked... When I worked... No
0: for, one gives knuckle sandwiches in Los Angeles.
3: When, no. When I was working at Best They Beach, give knuckle like, lattes. There, there so... <laughs> <laughs> when I was working at Vest Beach, there were so many like, rich people that lived there and they would come in and just be a complete dick in the store. Like... They're used to being a boss, so they're just going to boss everybody. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. And like, and I, you know, I, I was, I was polite, but like my boss, my, my boss would never allow people to treat anybody like yeah. that in so store. It's like, it's like, hey, can you grab me this? No, you have legs and hands. You go grab it. You bring it to us. We'll we'll check you out. It's yeah. like you know, like they, like my boss would always keep these assholes in check. Good. And it's good to do that because then they would get flustered. They go, okay, you're right.
0: Yeah, it's just people forget because they're just used to sitting in comment sections. the you know. podcast,
3: was episode 300, was great until they started bitching
2: about the <laughs> internet. Again. All caps, rage! <laughs> well. All caps. What do you expect? <laughs> but, uh, but honestly you know, uh, fake complaining aside, it's been a really fun 300 episodes and and, 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 I, and I really, it just, it's... I feel like you've never really lived up to the first episode. No, <laughs> that's true. I feel like you started so high. We changed the theme song. Mm-hmm. We started at the top of an Egyptian pyramid. Egyptian pyramid. And just rolled on Rolled on Rolled down, down, on rolled down, down, down like an Egyptian slave. We
3: down got down lower people. as our fan base grew wider. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey! <laughs> Well, well played, Joan Ray. Well played. I want, to well, get a, I want to get a plaque for the garage, though. Don't you think? Episodes one and play. 300? Or just one.
2: We'll put up yeah. our uh, our platinum podcast <laughs> album. Do you have a platinum? <laughs> Thanks. To, I don't know. We yeah, should I make, want one of those. We should make oh. a platinum record at the Nervous mm-hmm. Podcast and then give it out to like you and like people who did yeah. the first couple episodes. And... Well, why not just the first episode? Yeah. Okay.
0: Then we only have to make, make, make one special. for me. And then I could do cocaine off of that back here. Oh, yeah. I could sit back here and say, oh, I used to be somebody. See this guy here? This is Jonah, this is Matt. I know all these dudes, man. Well, well Chris. Look at I know. Hang on a second. Board. Sweetheart, sweetheart, don't go anywhere. Hang on. I'm, okay. I'm not too messed up. I'm okay. It's yeah. fine. Time you haven't
2: slept yeah. in four days. I'm fine. I feel fine.
0: I, I, what I yeah. realize
2: is the human body doesn't need sleep. I doesn't can jump in. I sleep. You mean I haven't wasted time in four days? <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping. <laughs> I'm jumping computer simulations and I'm sleeping in other simulated universes. See? So I'm fine. Dolphins, dolphins are always half awake, guys. You get this are,
0: uh, every dolphin in the world is half awake right now.
2: I'm gonna write. The, always. I'm gonna do this Baywatch movie.
0: I'm gonna make a movie out of Baywatch. Tom, <laughs> Tom, you were supposed to do that three years ago. <laughs> I'm doing it now. <laughs>
3: it's never too late. What are you doing, okay. man? It's never too late. Sure right. oh. This, this out from a family that owns. That <laughs> 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 uh, do you want to
2: play us out? Jenny and a new husband. Open the door. He'll come out of that little cubby.
0: <laughs>
3: Senor Abuelito. Open the little cubby. See if you can get him out. When he enters, it's a very magical thing. Oh, there he
2: is. When he he enters, it's a very magical thing.
0: Did it. Should we just take our shirts off and bro out for a little while?
2: Yeah.
1: Alright.
0: I'm gonna you wanna smear some Purell in each other's chest? <laughs> you joke, but yeah? Another one more
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, buddy. I really bone never bone your bro by not telling him you're on a goofy set. Let's try again.
1: Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs>